The following is a production of Different Brains. Visit us at differentbrains.org. Hi, I'm Dr. Hackey Reitman. Welcome to another episode of Exploring Different Brains. And today I'm very excited to have as our guest Kayla McEwen, who I met down in Washington, D.C. at the first ever Adult Summit for Down Syndrome. Kayla McEwen has the rare distinction of being the one and only lobbyist in Washington, D.C., who also happens to have Down Syndrome. So she's the manager of the grassroots advocacy for the National Down Syndrome Society, the NDSS. And we're so lucky to have you at Different Brains. Welcome, Kayla. Hi, welcome. And thank you very much for having me. I'm very excited. Well, we're very excited to have you. Now, why don't you introduce yourself to the audience the way you like to tell about yourself? Sounds great. Um, good morning. My name is Kim McEwen, and I live with my parents, Patty and Mark, and uh, my dog, Bella. Sorry for the barking. Um, I am very involved in my church community. I attend Sacred Heart Church in Cicero. I'm very involved in Special Olympics, and I play many sports each season, and I love my iPad. I love to travel. I really love reading because I can read a book a week. And I love reading books like mysteries like Dick Patterson, David Baducci, and Mary Higgins Clark. They're a couple of my favorites. Wow, you're quite the reader. I am. And I, my favorite TV show is Law and Order SVU. And so my parents found them found where they were taping in New York City a couple of years ago. So I got to meet Ice-T, and I think his name is Peter Scandivio. It was really cool. How did you become a lobbyist? I love that question. And actually, lobbying found me when I started motivational speaking when I went, when I go to school, elementary schools and middle schools. Colleges to talk to teach future teachers and assistants, and co colleges. I love it, and of course Special Olympics and where I am today. I volunteered at the National Adult Syndrome Society and going up to the hill and lobbying a couple of days a year, and I lobbied my own New York senators for the April Act, like we talked about earlier. So I was at a baseball game with my parents, and I met candidate John Kirko, and he came up and gave me a shot, which is pretty cool. Then the next time I met him was at a church festival, where he gave me his business card, so I handed him mine. And he said that if he was elected, that he wanted me to come and intern for him. So he won the election, and I interned for him for two years. And I did various office work and attended events on his behalf. And one of the he asked me to go to an event with him and uh, to attend a, a roundtable event talking about disabilities and employment. And unknown to me, 
The host of the event was the National Down Syndrome Society. So I always like to say that Congressman John Kako got me my job at NDSS um, because at the end of the meeting, it was still hot. We are all president and CEO asked me to come and work for them as the first registered lobbyist with Down syndrome. And I've been working for them since 2017, October of 2017. Can you tell our audience about the National Down Syndrome Society and what you do there? Sure. The National Down Syndrome Society is the leading human rights organization for all individuals with Down syndrome. And I am the manager of grassroots advocacy and I am the first registered lobbyist with Down syndrome. And I go on Capitol Hill to help pass laws for those of us that are differently abled. Well, so many of us have different brains, don't we? We do. What is it like meeting with leaders in Washington, D.C.? Well, Doctor, I'm just like talking with you because we all wear our pants the same way. So, and I love meeting new people and I never get nervous or intimidated, but my parents feel that way, I don't. Um, do you have any personal favorites up on Capitol Hill? Um, I met with former Speaker of the House, Paul Ryan, but apparently it was just, it was just a photo op. But I love meeting with Congresswoman Kathy McMorris Rogers, and she is from Washington State, and she was very, very instrumental in helping pass the ABLE Act, and she has a son with Down syndrome. Can you explain to our audience who might not know here at Different Brains what the ABLE Act is? Sure, the ABLE Act is where we can save money into our accounts without exceeding I believe it's $2,000. Please don't quote me on the numbers. I'm not, I'm always not positive. But that's where we can save money into our accounts. And I, ha and I have mine here in New York. I'm excited because I'll be uh, one of the keynote speakers out in Detroit along with you. And um, uh, tell us about the upcoming NDSS Adult Down Syndrome Summit in uh, Detroit this April. Definitely, so we have our adult summit on April 4th through the 7th, 6th, excuse me, and we talk about Down syndrome across the lifespan, where we talk about employment, education, community integration, and healthcare and research. And though so I know the, and there are a couple of our pillars um, where we go more in depth talking and about housing, about why employment is so important to us. Can you share some of your experiences with the World Games and the Special Olympics? Sure. I, I love that question. Thank you. I'm involved, I've been involved with Special Olympics for numerous years, and I play many, many sports. But if I have to pick my top two favorites, it has to be floor hockey and bashi. Floor hockey because I am the goalie and I get to smack talk to the bigger guys on the other team. And it kind of throws them off guard. 
But I love basketball because I went to Athens, Greece in 2011, and I climbed to the top of the Acropolis. I stopped at the Palaka. Um, it was amazing. I was there with. I went to the island of Rhodos so I could get acclimated to the Greek culture and food, and I just absolutely love it because I was able to bring home a silver and bronze medal in competition. Well, congratulations. Thank I you. Was ne I was never smart enough playing bocce with all that blocking <laughs> and everything. I just like to throw yeah. it, you know. Um, I love it. My parents are head coaches, so I get more um, training. Oh, good. Um, now, Kayla, you have a very popular podcast called Kayla's Corner. Can you tell us about that? Sure. I love Kayla's Corner because it's where we um, talk to members of Congress, CEOs of companies like Sarah Hartwheel with NDSS and Tim Schreiber of Special Olympics and self-advocates. So because we have many issues facing us today, then we talk about the issues facing us and um, their perspective on life. And I love talking to them because I talk to many, many individuals and they love being on my podcast. Speaking of which, I would love to do an interview with you. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, when I was uh, lucky enough to be down there in Washington, D.C. with you guys and and uh, all of us were there at the uh, the first ever adult summit for Down syndrome. Um, it was amazing to me how um, you and the other self advocates were truly um, so talented and so. I mean everything about you. I, I mean, you guys dress better than me. You you talk better than me much of the time, and. When you guys give a talk, like your talk, I remember was just out of this world, and I thank you. And I look forward to your speaking in Detroit in April. Def I'm definitely looking forward. Yeah, um, tell us, Kayla, what is one great misconception about Down syndrome that you'd like to tell our audience that they might have the wrong idea about? Well, the last one, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but the biggest one would be that we are not capable of doing anything. But you don't have to look far because people with Down syndrome are doing the same things as everybody else. Did you see that young lady golfer that was able to make a paw on the sand trap? It had to be difficult. And or Don Cronin from Don's Crazy Socks. He owns a multi-million dollar company with his dad. And he's a multi-millionaire. And we are holding down everyday jobs. And we are ready, really unable to work and have a career. Because we can drive a car. We can go to college. And we, want, we don't want to be paid pennies do the same job as somebody else. So and we want and we are living proof of that. Well, that's uh, thanks for clearing that up. Um, Definitely. 
How can our audience learn more about you, Kayla? Sure. If you go to www.ndss.org, and you, I believe, is on our Engage button, where you can find Kayla's Corner, where you can read my take on my blog and hear my podcast. Well, that's great. And uh, uh, Sarah Hartware and all of your great leaders there um, are doing a wonderful job you're really doing. Um, I wanted to ask you about the, um, because I was a little bit confused about where the law stands on minimum wage for those who might be disabled. Sure. Um, I know exactly what you mean. People like me are still getting paid pennies per hour, and that is not fair. So we call this Section 14C. Then we want to face that out in the next six years. But we want to get paid just like everybody else because we are like everybody else. And we want to get paid for doing what is fair. And if we're getting paid below minimum wage, as you can tell, that is a minimum wage. So we're trying to end that. Now, the law, there was the law for that, and then it got reversed. Is that correct? I'm not sure exactly, but I know we're trying to phase out Section 14C, and we want to end some minimum wage, like we are ending law syndrome. Now, um, I had the great, rare honor and privilege of meeting briefly to discuss uh, uh, such problems with um, former President uh, George H. Bush um, some years ago. Uh, he signed the, um, uh, uh, was it he that signed the Americans with Disabilities Act? How, what's the clear-cut I history? believe so. Yeah, yeah. And um, what is the biggest challenge that you and your fellow lobbyists um, for the uh, uh, people with special abilities and those of us with different brains, what's the biggest challenge you're running into? There are many challenges, of course, but we want accessibility in the workforce and places where we can get in and make them accessible for wheelchairs and walkers. There's not every place has a ramp to walk into a set place. When I speak to the uh, audience in Detroit, where you'll be speaking also, I want to include a clip from you and what's the one thing you'd like me to emphasize in my talk from you today to the audience in Detroit? That we can do any we can do anything we set our minds to, and that we are living through that we can do anything. That we can go to college, we can drive a car and put these misconceptions behind us. Well, that's great and very inspirational. Kayla, it's been a pleasure speaking with you today on today's episode of Exploring Different Brains. Thank you so much for spending the time with us, and we look forward to having you back. Definitely, and thank you for having me. I really appreciate all your hard work. Exploring Different Brains is a production of Different Brains, Inc. For more information, visit us at differentbrains.org.